Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. And I'm Nick Amaro. And welcome to Ask the Tech Coach. This is episode number 34. Today, we're talking all about creating tech coach systems, ways that you can speed up your tech coaching and get more done and be more effective in the class. But before we get to our topic today, Nick, how are you today? What's been going on in your world? Hey, Jeff, just, uh, you know, getting through uh, our NJAC workshop, which was, uh, I think we had some great stuff that went on with that and, and glad to get some feedback from that and move on now to FETC. Um, we're also doing another remodel in our school district. So that's something that we are, you know, planning to just continue to remodel, re-envision what the classroom should look like, and hopefully uh, share that with some of our teachers. And this is that time of year where many school districts are looking back and looking forward at the same time, seeing where they are, seeing where they're going. And we had some great feedback from our NJEC workshop. Of course, we talked all about creating an educational technology plan for implementing tech instruction in the classroom. Nick, talk to us a little bit about the things that we did at NJEC. Uh, what did you learn from doing our, our uh, conference together? Yeah, you know, I took away a few things that were um, just, you know, the model. I kept looking back on the fact that it was something that I've implemented over time. And I think for us, it allowed us to kind of break down all the steps that were required in ed tech innovation as far as, uh, you know, talking about how it's often mistaken for one-to-one rollout and of hardware. And we were talking about it more as, okay, if your district is looking at this hardware pre-plan out what the expectations and the goals are for that uh, ahead of time. So it was great. And, you know, we walked through all the steps with the group and we talked about how different districts could implement that um, or take bits and pieces of that and merge that with the things that they're doing in their district. You know, Nick, the one thing that I learned is that there are so many school districts that are looking for this information, not just how to create a great tech plan, because every school district has one of those, but really how to merge it. Because so many school districts out there don't have tech coaches. And I think that's where you and I come in. If you're a school district, out there that's looking to bring in some great professional development into your teachers or work on creating that ed tech integration plan for your teachers let us know we would love to work with you guys you can of course reach out to us on twitter at ask the tech coach or of course email us over at feedback at teachercast.net we would love to work with you and work with your school district this year we're of course happy to do things over the phone over video or you know bring us out to your school district there's a lot of great ways but nick that isn't the only way that you can work with us this year talk to us a little bit about our mastermind program that just got started in 2019. So our mastermind program uh, got started and the idea is that teachers will be able to, or tech coaches or those looking to become tech coaches, work with us through uh, some monthly video meetups and get access to some private lesson plans and a private Facebook group. So the next cohort's going to begin in February. We're gonna allow people to reserve their seats uh, starting today. And Jeff, one of the nice things that you've started and we've started to implement now is the two, six, and 12-month uh, options, which is great because we've gotten feedback from districts and from tech coaches that wanted to be a part that they've wanted to be able to extend this out. So we offer some nice plans with that that also then save you a little bit more in the long run. That's right. If you're looking to do our two-month plan, you can always use our promo code TC50. That gets you $50 off of your, pro, uh, your, your mastermind price for two months. But if you're looking to go a little bit farther or if you're looking to have your school district pay for this we can also work with you there we are happy we accept all forms of uh of, of uh, payment on that we of course can use the code 100 that's 100 to get 100 off your six month or your 12 month plan check it out over at teachercast.net slash mastermind today that's teachercast.mastermind today we've got some great things going on over there and we would love to have you join our professional 
Learning Network. And before we get any farther into this, Nick, we of course want to mention our sponsor for this week, podcastingwithstudents.com. Nick, you know, we've been doing this together now for the last six months, and as TeacherCast is moving very closely into our eighth year of existence, many teachers are joining our Facebook group over at educationalpodcasting.com tips um, and asking how do I podcast with my students what are some of the things that we can do here in the classroom build a curriculum around what kind of applications can we have and I want to urge you guys over there to check out our sponsor today podcastingwithstudents.com where you can find all the information and if there isn't something that you're finding let us know we are creating new content for it each and every single week podcastingwithstudents.com and you know Nick we're going to be talking a lot about that down in FETC I've got a Sunday afternoon I believe it's 1 to 3 or 1.30 to 3.30 uh, podcasting workshop where we're actually going to be going through the whole series of steps of how you can bring podcasting into your classroom with everybody down in Florida this year. I'm looking forward to it, Nick. Are you looking forward to uh, FETC? I'm excited, Jeff. This is my first time to actually attend FETC. I've always tried, you know, keeping track of what's going on. And uh, I had planned, obviously, in, in the past to attend. So this is an exciting one. And, and I always find that there's just so many valuable things. It looks like there's a great lineup of um, speakers and keynoters. And just to be a part of some of the various workshops and, and meet with, P uh, you know, some of the PLN uh, people that I talk to on Twitter and, and via email. So this will just be an exciting time just to get to share and, and take part in some hands-on uh, workshops. And there's one I'm really looking forward to just to talk about design thinking and how that has applied to Disney to kind of learn from it that way. So that's one workshop that I thought stuck out to me that, that I'd love to bring that back to my district and, and hear what they have to say. If you're going down to FETC, we'd love to hear from you. We're trying to set up a podcasters meetup. We're also trying to set up a tech coaches meetup. So if you guys are going down there, let us know. Find us on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach. Or, of course, you can always email us over at feedback at teachercast.net. We would love to hear from you, and we would love to meet you guys down at Florida. Now, Nick, today we're talking all about creating systems for our tech coaching. What is our tech coach tip of the week? So, you know, I think one of the things that sticks out a lot is, uh, you know, that a tech coach just can't be everywhere uh, at every moment. So figuring out ways to kind of put together some type of system to help you out. So many tech coaches are also full-time teachers, but they're responsible for working with other teachers in their building. So for this reason, it's imperative that tech coaches create a system to help them stay focused on what tasks they are being asked to do and do often. And I think that's important. You know, we're, when we look at what is a system, it really comes down to the question I get often from our listeners. You know, how do you do it all? How do you be a tech coach and a husband and a father and a teacher caster and a pop? And how do you do all of this stuff while watching the Rams in the playoffs? Now, the question here is really trying to define what a system is, right? And a system is just a way to way to do something right like Nick and it could be anything so we're going to kind of go through today talking all about systems and you might actually realize you have a system of your own and you just don't know it so Nick let me ask you the question here what uh what is a system how would you define the term system for us I think a system is a way that you you know document or keep track of the things that you're doing or the things that you've completed and done so you know, this can, and in looking at this, Jeff, this sparks back to a few of the various podcasts that we have put together about websites and about uh, uh, Google calendars and, and programs and apps that you use to get your work done. The system is a variety of things. And, and what have you done in order to kind of mitigate the, you know, 
running around and keeping track of emails and, and how do you keep everything all in one to get done? And it really is that tool, right? That, that tool that we're going to use to have to be organized. And the only reason why to do this is for consistency, right? So that way everything gets done the right way. We've got systems here for our show. That way everything gets done. You don't miss anything. You don't cut any corners. I, I think they're important because it helps us move faster. I know, you know, it took me four or five years to really put together a, a system for our shows, you know, and my system is is pretty complex, but it's pretty simple. I ask Nick if he wants to be on the show. He says yes. Well, I have a checklist, right? It says, do you did you email the person? Did you send them a calendar invite? Did you give them the prep sheet? Did you receive the prep sheet? Did you create the show notes docs? Did you record? Did you edit? And some of this stuff is obvious on here, but it really gives you the opportunity to look at every single thing that we do. And so that way we don't miss a step because, look, it's difficult. In my position, I've got six buildings and 400 teachers to keep track of. And Nick, you've got a big department, too, that you're worried about, both with yep. teachers and administrators. Absolutely. You know, and, and just doing that, you know, between two high school buildings. And that's a lot of students. That's a lot of teachers that I have to keep track of. And and Jeff, just as you said, you know, it could be an app. It could be a program. It could be just a way that you go through your daily procedure. You know, I have my daily procedure. I have a couple of programs that I leave pinned at the top of my tabs in the morning. I sign in at my ritual is, you know, check the email, go into our, my learning plan system in order to track if teachers have submitted anything for out of district professional development leave and things like that, award some hours. And so I have a system and a progress and a few programs that become part of that system in order to get through my, my daily work. All right. So let's talk a little bit about some of these examples, right? So one of the examples that, of a system that you might create either by yourself or with your administration is one for teacher onboarding, right? And, and that kind of sounds self-explanatory, but you know, you ask the question, well, what is that? That means a new teacher comes to your district, maybe at the beginning of the year or even in the middle of the year. You have to figure out what does that teacher need to know? They need to know how to do gradebook. They need to know how to log in. They need to know how to get their paycheck. They need to know all those different things a teacher needs to have before they really step foot in that classroom. Another one, and this is one that we're going to talk about a little bit later, but is a blog writing system, right? If you have some ideas for your website or for your podcast, um, what is the system that you have in place for tracking those ideas, um, organizing those ideas, figuring out when those things are. And Nick, you've got a system that you use for all the content that you're creating um, for nicholasamaral.com. Yeah, you know, I have it set up where I use, you know, Google Drive and Google Docs. And I just have a, an organization method to me. Um, you know, I have a, a Google Keep note that I use just so when I come up with these ideas or things that spark interest or a topic that maybe I can do in the future, I jot down a few words because it's just so often that, you know, I come across or I think of something or I hear something and read something that can become a, an extension of a blog post. So I need a quick way to jot that idea down and then I merge that to a, a Google Doc. And then from the Google Doc, it makes its way into WordPress for part of a blog post. Another system that we might have as tech coaches are our newsletters and our emails, right? And I think that's important when I say emails, because really email is a system. Somebody calls you or emails you and says, I need you to be over here at this building or with the school. What is your, what is your way of organizing all of that stuff? How do you know if you've taken care of that teacher or that administrator or that task? Uh, and you know, right. that's why in, in Gmail, 
Google's got some pretty nice things already built in. They've got keep built into the sidebar. You've got tasks built into the sidebar. You've got reminders and calendar, all those different things. And newsletters is really just another way of saying, okay, what have we covered this month? Or what is the district's initiative for the next year? How are we going to get out there? So creating those different newsletters and emails is a perfect system. So that way, again, it starts to be a little automated. Hey, Jeff. So, you know, I'm just thinking about some of the things that you do with TeacherCast behind the scenes. And I think this could be a great spot. What are some of those programs? What are some of the apps that help you with your newsletters and your email systems and getting them automated and pushed out and things like that? Oh, email marketing is huge. We love to do that stuff. I am a, uh, a fan and subscriber of ConvertKit. And I use ConvertKit as our newsletter platform here. And I use it to to really automate stuff and help me out. You know, if you sign up for our newsletter over at teachercast.net, um, it, it automatically throws an email at you that says, thanks for joining us. Tell us about yourself. And we find that a very high percentage of people get that first email and say, hi, you know, my name is Nick. I'm a tech coach in New Jersey, and I want to learn all about podcasting or technology coaching. And it automatically filters everything for you. And we do that not not to be cold, not to be automated, but really to be able to give you the exact content that you want. Right. There's no reason for you to be getting content on web design. You're not going to want that. So if you only want to learn about, uh, you know, STEM education, I'm only going to be giving you guys stuff on STEM education. And we call that segmenting. But there's a lot of other great companies out there. You know, uh, ConvertKit is, is the one that I use. But there's also AWeber, Opt, um, uh, Constant Contact, MailChimp, things like that that you can use even as a tech coach that are free. And, you know, Nick, I, I think we said this before. I would love to do a whole show on just you know, email marketing in tech coach world and how that's not even considered these days. But I think there's a lot of neat things that we can do in there. So yeah, I I would say that email marketing is a huge thing for us, which of course stems back to everything that happens on the website. Yeah. And then that's a weak area of myself. You know, I, I just, I don't do a lot with the automated and, and just pushing enough of the newsletters and emails out, but that idea that you kind of stemmed here to be able to pinpoint and push out the content that teachers and staff may specifically want. And I thinking about, you know, the Tuesday tech tips or the weekly tech tips that I push out, and maybe I can organize those in a way that then the teacher, you know, here's a quick email that they get once a week or whatever. um, But that can dictate and move them in the path of the specific idea or topic that they want to cover. So that's a great idea. And I'd love to see myself, even PD for myself to look into, you know, automating and getting something, a system like that set up. I'm thinking about scheduling appointments, Jeff. I have my own task. We've talked about this in the past. What's your setup? I use Google uh, Calendar. I set up the appointment slots in Google Calendar. The email then comes in. I check that email. Um, If I'm working one-to-one with teachers, I use a separate program. So if a teacher tells me they want to schedule an appointment with me, but they want to do a one-to-one workshop after hours, I use my learning plan for that, which then notifies me, gets routed to me. I'm able to track and see, okay, am I free on that day and push it back to the teacher? What's your setup for scheduling appointments? You know, most people email me. I do have a Google form on our staff portal, uh, but I find that most people just either find me in their buildings and I pull out my phone and we just use simple Google Calendar. Uh, Sometimes I schedule them and sometimes, uh, depending on the teacher, I ask them to schedule me. That's uh, one of those things that I I use as one of those uh, early tests, I will say, on a teacher. You know, if Nick comes up and says, can you come to my room? I'll say, Nick, can you send me the calendar invite? 
And if Nick says, I don't know how to do that, well, great, then that's the second thing that we can talk about while I'm over there, right? Because I'm trying to figure out and gauge what kind of tech coaching needs to happen. Is it, you know, 101 level or 301 level? So, and I, I'm a big fan of doing that. I know there's other things, you know, the, the calendaries and, and the you can book me's and all, all that stuff is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but simple Google Calendar is sometimes just as easy. I also find that there's many ways that school districts use tech coaches outside of the classroom. And one of those things is to track PD hours. Nick, that's pretty much a lot of your job, isn't it? Keeping track of everybody. Absolutely. That's a big part of my job. And, and obviously that's a big time, you know, a time consuming portion of what I do is, is keeping track of professional development hours and awarding those hours and certificates that teachers have attended maybe an outside conference or a workshop or something like that and getting all that into the system. And, and there's a lot of time in that. So I'm glad that I have a program that can do that in, uh, you know, we use my learning plan and it's able to route forms and things from admin to myself to be able to award those hours at the end. Um, you know, I even use that program for if teachers are interested in running a workshop, I'm always excited to have our teachers uh, take part offered to run a workshop in our district um, as a PD opportunity for our teachers and our staff. So they will use my learning plan, submit that application. It gets shot over to the curriculum director and myself. Um, I, if I approve it, it moves to him. He approves it. We put it on the calendar. And then when they're done, it shoots itself back to me and I'm able to award those hours for them uh, doing that. The other part though, outside of that, Jeff, and it's still tracking professional development hours, is me using our LMS in order to award badges, certificates, and things like that. And that's a whole nother side of, I just need a program and a platform that has become our hub so that I can create the modules, keep track of where teachers are in the module, um, and award the badges upon a completion. Yeah, but Nick, there's so many different things that you're doing during the day. A tech coach doesn't have sure. time to learn all of these things. Where is a good place that tech coaches can go to learn about how to use an LMS in their school district? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, going to our Ask the Tech Coach uh, Mastermind, we have a great LMS course that I've put together. But also, Jeff, we are more than willing to work with anyone that wants to take part and learn more about LMSs. Uh, and, And just so I pointed out there, because I think it comes up a lot, is it's not geared toward any one specific LMS. This is the idea of just what can you do? How do you take a, an LMS to the next level? What sort of things can you implement as a tech coach? So I just want to put that out there because I think that's a big part. And a lot of districts are now moving into making sure they have some form of an LMS that can do a lot of the things that they want it to do inside the classroom and as far as on the PD side. So let's take a look at variations on this theme, right? We talked about some of the different things that we would want to use, but in essence here, it could be as simple as making a checklist for yourself. You had mentioned Google Keep. I love Google Keep, right? Just something that you could have, you know, the, the grocery list of things that you need. But but also when we're looking at a system being a way to supplement what we do, so that way we might be able to be in more than one location, it could be screenshots of something on a blog post. It could be making screencasts of something, right? If I said to Nick, I want to learn how to, you know, tie my shoe, he might just create a, a simple video tutorial and send that to me. And then everybody else in the district, rather than having to come out to every single classroom individually. Absolutely. And that's a powerful piece. Uh, You know, I'm bouncing between two high schools. I try my best to kind of schedule time at each one uh, every day of the week. Obviously, that doesn't happen with everything. But 
um, you know, I need that opportunity to supplement. And I supplement that with the video tutorials. Um, I was just putting together a site for parents uh, to be and students to be able to go to that if they had questions or needed help in order to try to do something. Um, this site had a couple different screencasts and screenshots of things to help supplement. And Jeff, I remember doing this as a teacher. I think of teachers doing this all the time, right? Like you write things on the board, you take the screenshot of it, you supplement it with your notes so that students then have this at any time, anywhere. This is the same idea with that. Now, when we're looking at other ways that a system could look like, you know, the ticketing system is always important, right? And I kind of look at Gmail filters all in that same boat. So for instance, if somebody comes to me through an email and says, can you help me with something? I immediately put a label on that. And that goes, you know, basically I'm turning my Gmail inbox into a ticketing system where I have a label that says stuff that needs to be worked on. And I have a, a ticket, a label that says, you know, already has helped that teacher or whatever exactly that I have it there. Um, I also have Gmail filters set up so that way, if, uh, for instance, again, if Nick emails me, it, it already, already, already automatically tags him with his building and even his subject and his grade level. So I kind of do that throughout the year as new teachers pop in. Um, so that way I can see, you know, all the green is social studies and all the orange is math or whatever. So that way I know what I'm looking for. And so that way, if I see a lot of orange, for instance, in my inbox, I know it's time to start creating some, uh, some math workshops for my, for my teachers. And that's a good system. You know, I don't use too much with the, uh, I utilize filters, but I don't think I've used it in a sense that it's become a, a system of me that I, I'm doing often enough. Obviously, I go back, I use that when I'm cleaning up my email or I want to organize things and keep track of certain messages and whatnot that have come in. But Jeff, that's a great point. And using that and making sure you set up those filters, because I do have that. Anything that comes in from my curriculum director makes its way into, into a tag. But I think I definitely have to go back and use it use it more but teachers who are always complaining about and talking about cleaning their email and fixing that that is a, definitely a go-to they need to spend some time to check out gmail filters to set up a system for themselves even inside their classroom now we've talked a little bit about what is a system how to use a system and and maybe you're still out there going okay i get it but what can i do with the tools that we have here and and, and today I want to focus just on the G Suite ones. Maybe uh, in another episode coming up, we'll focus on the Apple ones and then the Microsoft ones and then the LMS ones. We, there's a lot of stuff that we can talk about. But, you know, when we look at my favorite tool for creating these systems, it's got to be Google Sites. Because in a Google Site, you can do anything and you can embed anything. You know, I have a tech coach website that really is my... My, my heart and soul of everything I do. Everything that I need is on that website, including a bunch of Google Sheets. Now, in our show notes today, if you go over to askthetechcoach.com and you look over at uh, this episode, episode 34, we are actually giving you a Google Sheet template for how to keep an editorial calendar if you're a blogger or a podcaster, but it could easily be changed around for tech coaches. And basically this is a Google Sheets template that helps you get your thoughts down, gets your thoughts organized, helps you break down topics per month. And Nick, you and I have been using this uh, this same template since August, I believe. And it's been helping us keep everything organized and really helping keep this content flowing every single Monday so we don't miss anything. So 
we go in there, we use this uh, editorial calendar. I love it because it gives me an opportunity to go through, track the things that we've done. Jeff, you've set up um, the checklist to the side of it. So then we can check off if it's, you know, if it's been completed or if we're still working on it and whatnot and move things along. So great, easy way to manipulate Google Sheets in order to do uh, blogging and podcasting editorials and keep track that way. Jeff, my go-to for great applications and helping create these systems, I love Google Forms. I always love the idea of, you know, teachers, oh, not using an LMS, but I need a way to keep track of submissions from students. I say, man, don't have them email it to you, you know, create a Google Form, have the Google Form supplement and drop in the links on top of a Google Sheet for you. That way you can go down and track everything by date submitted and whatnot. So I use that in Google Forms. If you're autocrating, that's another great one because you could set that up with a Google Sheet and send out you know, certificates and things like that. So that's always been my good uh, go-to as far as G Suite applications for creating a system. You you might know how to do some of these things, and you might not. We are actually uh, wanted to, to bring this up here on the show, but guys, if you're out there listening and, and you want to have some training on some of these items, maybe you're not a Google Sheets person. I, I run into so many tech coaches, so many teachers that know their forms, they know their docs, they know their slides, but Sheets is a hard one. Let us know. We're looking to create some great materials, some great systems for you guys. If there's anything that you guys are looking for, please let us know. We've got some other Google Sheets uh, systems that we're going to be launching on TeacherCast over the next week or so. Um, and we want to know from you guys, what are what are some of the things that you guys are struggling on? You can, of course, always reach out on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach or leave us a voicemail over at TeacherCast.net slash voicemail. We want to hear from you guys and help you guys be the best tech coaches today. So, Nick, we've gone through an entire show here about, about systems, why they're important, what they're important for. But let's really focus here and, and as we end What are the three things to think about when we're creating and coming up with systems for our tech coaching? What's the first one? So the first thing would be for, you know, that person to think of something important, whatever the task is, the job that they need to get done, and then think about why it needs to get done over and over and then develop that system from there. So they got to pinpoint those tasks that get done often enough, consistently enough that need a type of system. And that's where, again, that editorial calendar came up for Nick and I. You know, we're, we're both paper-based people. We, we sat down at the mall last summer. We put everything on paper, and we said, wait a minute, this is a lot easier to do on a spreadsheet. And a few hours later, we had a nice color-coded spreadsheet. Done. Simple, easy to use. You can format it. You can, for, you can formulate it. Anything that you want, it all works for you. Even with the mastermind, Nick, we, where would we be if we didn't come up with a, 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 a an admin dashboard spreadsheet to help keep track of everybody and and you know the topics and the guests that we're going to bring in and the show note everything is designed around google sheets and just basically trying to figure out what do we have to do and then how do we not have to do it by using a a system so thinking about what's important to you is the first step nick what's the second step so the second step would be determining what type of system would work best to help automate that task. So once we thought about the thing that needs to get done over and over and has a consistent approach, what type of system, what type of tool would help us automate and get that completed? And, and that's really where it comes into, as you said, what is the tool? Am I going to be doing this in a sheet? Am I going to be doing this in a sheet by way of Google Forms, right? Because sometimes, I don't know, Nick, I, I'm the guy that says there's a form for everything. But at the same time, I also say a Google form is a spreadsheet waiting to happen, right? So sometimes I'm the guy that tries to make these complicated forms um, 
to to keep myself organized so that way I know what teachers to work on. And I, I'll never forget, I went to another school district and I looked at a tech coach who did the same exact basic you know, spreadsheet, but she was answering everything in the spreadsheet rather than in the Google form. And it made her life a lot quicker. And I said, yep, I was wrong. That's the way to do things. Make sure you make sure you know what, what's going on. Um, now, the third thing here is to figure out, is there a different way to do things so you don't have to keep doing it? And Nick, that's exactly what I just kind of said there. You know, I had my system and I realized, oh, somebody has a similar but it's severely better system. Let's not feel bad to pivot. Many people say, oh, this is the system I'm stuck with for the year. Doesn't have to be, right? Pivot. Yeah. We went from using this editorial spreadsheet and probably somewhere in November, October, we found another application called Plutio, which has been our new go-to. And, I, and I, I like it. It's just like using this spreadsheet, but it's more visible. It's got a whole bunch of other topics to it. But but it's the same idea. Where can we build an editorial calendar or a dashboard or a backend or anything and just be able to create more content, more gooder? So that way we are more efficient here. So the three things to think about is number one, think of what you need to get done automatic, determine what the types of systems would be, and then figure out if that's the best way or if somebody else has it. Guys, I want to remind you guys, this is episode number 34 of Ask the Tech Coach. Don't forget to stop by our show notes today and download our editorial calendar. It takes you to a free Google template. We want to see you guys using it because we've been using it. It is pretty awesome. Nick, I, I think just in kind of wrapping up here, every tech coach needs to be designing some kind of set of systems for themselves. Absolutely. And it, it'll help them just, you know, be more consistent, um, take care of the tasks that take up too much of their time. That's the one thing I like. How can I be more productive? How can I open up more time that I can be in the classroom or be available for teachers? And, and once you create a system like that, that's the key thing for me was it allowed me to open up a lot of the time in front of the computer to just do some of these um, more mundane tasks in order to open up that time to now spend it with teachers and students. Now, if you're looking to see what other people are doing for their systems, Nick, we have a fantastic roundtable show coming up that's going to be launching in uh, two weeks on January 28th, where we are looking for tech coaches. We are looking for people to come on and tell us a little bit about their systems. So if you guys have a great system in mind or if you guys are doing something pretty fantastic, let us know. The best place to do that is over on Twitter at Ask the Tech Coach. Uh, Nick, we've had some pretty interesting conversations um, happening where we've been locating and finding great tech coaches over on Twitter. So we always use the hashtag, hashtag AskTheTechCoach. And of course, you can find us over on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach. But Nick, there's one more episode that we're going to be doing before that. And I think it is one of the most important topics any tech coach needs to understand. What are we going to be talking about next week on January 21st? So we're going to talk about how to stop doing things for your teachers. And, I, and this has been one that has kind of obviously comes up with a lot of tech coaches everywhere is the idea that, you know, our goal is to help coach and facilitate the teacher. And there's a lot of times where you as the tech coach uh, expect that, but the, uh, the time comes and you're in there and you end up teaching that lesson and the teacher sits back. So how do we actually put the onus on the teacher? How do we build a, a coaching model or, and stop actually doing the lesson, but actually um, invite the teacher to learn, to be able to then uh, run that lesson or that activity for the students on their own. If you're out there and you have ever been asked to come into your teacher's rooms and teach a tech lesson because you know how to do things and the teacher just doesn't, please 
raise your hand right now. I want to see him put your hands up because every tech coach has been there, right? Our job is to coach and provide professional direction to the teachers in and out of the classrooms. But it's so easy, Nick, for a teacher to say, hey, Nick, you're the tech guy. Why don't you come in and show off Google Sites to the kids? And you're sitting there going, well, I can, but that's just not my job. My job is to help you do that stuff. If that is you, if you're raising your hand, if you're shaking your head up and down vigorously, like Nick and I are, then next week is the episode for you. So check us out on January 21st. How do I stop uh, How do I stop doing things for teachers? And then we're going to wrap the year off um, on January 28th with our Tech Coach Roundtable. And we're going to be talking about all of these topics with some pretty good tech coaches. Maybe it's going to be you. Maybe we can have you on the show this year. Nick, there's a lot of great things happening in the world of tech coaches. One last thing I want to mention is that we're going to be doing our Ed Tech Coaches Twitter chat uh, in help, in support with the uh, ISTE Tech Coaches group. We're going to be looking forward to that. That's going to be happening up in February. We'll leave all the details about that on our, on our blog post over on episode 34. So check that out over on teachercast.net. And you can find all of our Ask the Tech Coach uh, blog posts and podcasts over at askthetechcoach.com. And Nick, one last time, I just want to say, you know, we have a rolling admission now. We were going to do it every two months, but we really do have a rolling admission now for our mastermind program. If you're looking at joining a great uh, professional learning community of tech coaches, learning some great things, let us know. Our Ask the Tech Coach Mastermind is happening. You can enroll anytime you want using our, our, our $50 off code TC50. Or, of course, if you're looking to go for six months or join us for a full year, you can get $100 off by using our promo code 100 today. Uh, we've got some great things, and I'll, I'll, I'll also add on there, Nick, we've got the DOE coming in pretty soon to talk all about COPA and FERPA. These are important topics that we're going to definitely have to do a show for one time. Nick, do you know a lot about COPA and FERPA? That's been something that's been tossed around at a lot of meetings and, and you know, conferences that I've uh, attended. And I have a, a once a month meeting that I go to. That's part of the NJEC, Jeff, that we presented at. And, and that's been one that a lot of tech coaches, school admin are always wanting to look at, like just how to really make sure that student privacy and information is taken to heart, that that information isn't being passed around and holding the various apps and extensions. That's always a big one, Jeff, is Google extensions and how do they follow COPA and FERPA uh, rules and practice. So yes, I think this is a great one and it'd be great to share that with our various Tech Coach Mastermind uh, members. So we don't have a date yet for that, but we are certainly going to be planning that with, uh, with every member of our Mastermind. We're going to have the Department of Education themselves, the ones that are working, I will say, come on in and uh, do a whole COPA and FERPA demonstration for us. The only way to get this information is by joining our mastermind, going over to teachercast.net slash mastermind. We'd love to have you guys in our group today. And of course, Nick, that wraps up Ask the Tech Coach episode number 34, talking all about tech coaching systems. We want to say thank you guys for making TeacherCast your home for professional development. And on behalf of everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury. And I'm Nick Amaral. Reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students.